Leading Britain's Conversation, LBC, with Ali Mirage. Ali Mirage on LBC 535. What should the Tories do now after a humiliating week, let's be honest? 0345 973 text 84850. Or, or you can ask Alexa to send a comment to LBC. Sean says, Hi Ali, I'm not... Uh, and have never been a Tory supporter, but their best bet is to bring back Boris if they want to avoid a total wipeout. People like Boris in a similar way as America's Trump. And another one in here uh, says, Hi Ali, your opening summary of the Conservative Party was absolutely correct. I'm 44, have always voted Conservative, but the Conservatives under Boris Johnson to now is nothing short of a disgrace. The only party I would vote for in the next election uh, is Reform UK. And that is a, a really worrying thing for the... Um, Tory party, what should the Tories do now? Get your calls in 03456060973. We'll come back to those in a few moments. But first, as I mentioned, uh, Donald Trump uh, had this massive uh, fine for fraud. Let's get an update from uh, LBC's Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Good afternoon to you, Simon. Afternoon, Ali. Uh, what's the update here? Well, I think the update is he's still looking for the money. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think this is all going to boil down to that old American expression, buddy, can you spare a dime? Because... <laughs> This financial judgment against Donald Trump is absolutely monumental. Uh, by the time you add interest uh, to the judgment, interest payments that are going to be due, uh, plus various legal costs, he's looking at a $450 million uh, assault on his financial empire. And don't forget that he's already facing $83 million in judgments against him as a result of the case that was brought uh, for sexual assault by the New Yorker uh, writer E. Jean Carroll. Uh, now, various financial analysts who have looked uh, as, as far as they can at Donald Trump's balance sheets believe that this judgment, this $450 million judgment, would essentially eradicate all the money that Donald Trump has amassed uh, in the years since he exited the White House. He clearly would have the option uh, to sell some of his assets. You could put Trump Tower under the hammer. You could put that nice golf club in Ayrshire under the hammer if you wanted to. Uh, but he's got to make a decision pretty quickly because he's either got to pay the fine within the next 30 days, which clearly he's not going to do, uh, or he's going to have to secure a bond against the judgment uh, north of uh, $30 million. He'd have to find a bond for that uh, while he begins the process of appeal. Uh, Letitia James, the Attorney General uh, in New York who brought this action uh, against the Trump organization was, I think it is fair to say, resplendent in victory. Today justice has been served. Today we prove that no one is above the law. No matter how rich, powerful, Everyone must play by the same rules. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the marketplace. And for years, Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. One of Donald Trump's two sons, Eric, who, like his brother Don Jr., has now been banned from doing any business in New York for the next two years. Uh, his father, the former president, has been banned from doing business in New York for three years. Eric Trump took last night to Fox News and launched this broadside against the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, who had brought the case against their business and essentially their family. You have an Attorney General who ran on the notion of getting my father. I'm going to go into the attorney general's office every single day, sue Donald Trump and go home. I'm going to take him down. You watch. I'm going to sue the blank out of him. That was her political platform. She campaigned on that. She fundraised 
on that, we didn't have a chance, Janine. We just didn't have a chance in New York because it's a rigged system. Now, they are going to appeal the judgment. They obviously face a steep climb to try and either reduce the size of the financial uh, judgment against them uh, or have all of these decisions completely uh, overturned. But as Donald Trump is going to do, I think, in so many jurisdictions where he's facing legal difficulties, he'll do what he always does, Ali. He's going to obfuscate, he's going to delay, he's going to file appeal after appeal, legal motion after legal motion in a bid, obviously, to put off the moment when... uh, at some point, someone at the Trump organization is going to have to write a very substantial check to the state of New York. Now, Simon, thank you very much for outlining it so clearly. I mean, on the electoral fallout or not fallout, as the case mm. may be for Donald Trump, is it too early to see the indications of how this is going to play out in the election campaign? Well, I don't think there's any likelihood of it playing out on the election campaign trail in Joe Biden's favour. I mean, every single time Donald Trump gets hit with judgments like this, with criminal indictments, remember he's got two federal trials pending uh, and a criminal trial pending in Georgia, although there's some monumental difficulties with that at the moment. Uh, But every single time... uh, he is brought uh, to book, uh, his numbers only climb and his supporters uh, uh, rally around him, buying his argument that he is the victim of prosecutorial misconduct and that these legal cases, like the one in New York, brought by uh, Letitia James, a a Democrat attorney general, like the one down in uh, Georgia, brought by District Attorney Fannie Willis, an elected Democrat uh, district attorney, Donald Trump argues these are all politically motivated, uh, that the uh, prosecutors in these cases are uh, using uh, untested uh, laws uh, to go after him, that there are multiple grounds for appeal, and he claims, without any evidence to back it up, that all of this is being orchestrated directly by President Joe Biden and his Attorney General Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice. But those arguments play with uh, Republican voters who, in ever-increasing numbers continue to back Donald Trump in his quest for the Republican presidential nomination. There is no question at all that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican presidential candidate. He's going to have that nomination all locked up, I suspect, by early to mid-March. And that then raises a very interesting question for this country uh, as a society. Once Donald Trump can legitimately claim to be the presumed Republican nominee, won't obviously be sort of coronated until the convention in in Milwaukee in July, but once he's got his uh, hands on the nomination, can you really put him on trial, force him to attend courtroom after courtroom, sit in the dock when he should be on the campaign trail running for election against Joe Biden? And how is the American public going to react to that, given that the Republicans will say this is completely unfair and a blatant effort uh, to intimidate the Republican candidate Mm. and interfere in the outcome of the election? That is a big conversation that is coming here in the late spring, early summer. Huge conversation. Thank you, Simon. As ever, uh, brilliant analysis. Uh, That was Simon Marks, uh, LBC's Washington correspondent, bringing us up on uh, uh, the latest uh, events in Donald Trump's life.